So I'd like to welcome you all to this work retreat. Uh, I'm Caroline, pleased to meet you. And uh, I'd like to uh, talk just a little bit this evening uh, to welcome you, welcome you in and get our retreat going. And then uh, we'll sit for a while. Um, so um, we have this precious opportunity to be here, this beautiful place. And uh, for those of you who are new, and there's a few people, a very special welcome to you. Um, I hope that you feel, you know, at home here and really enjoy and explore and uh, find out um, about this place so you can feel, yeah, okay, <laughs> here I am. And perhaps for those of you who are coming back, to maybe just take some time to yeah, really uh, look around. Yeah. So there is this uh, period of transition or arrival of, of finding ourselves, oh, okay, now we're here, right, in <laughs> this place, and just that sense of really, yeah, um, staying in touch with oneself through that and the kind of different feelings and thoughts that might be sort of around, like pleased and then not so pleased and then wondering. And, I know. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. I shall try and speak up a bit. Oh, thank you. That is that better? Thank you, thank you, yeah, and, and do, because I, de I definitely can go a bit quiet, so thank you. Okay, yeah, so um, in some senses, I mean, we're always in transition, aren't we? <laughs> you know, we're always leaving and arriving, but maybe sometimes we're more aware of that because of a change of place. Um, so maybe an opportunity, you know, the Buddha, in uh, some of the instructions, you know, it would say, it describes the uh, entering into the meditation, we might think of a sitting period or just coming on a retreat, saying, stepping aside from hankering and dejection with regard to the world. So that sense of coming into a place, maybe coming into a oh, place kind of in ourselves, in our minds, in, our, in this hall. To, what would it be, to step aside from the hankering, the, the wanting, the this and that and 
you know that kind of the way the world pulls us around and we have this thought and we see that and we just <laughs> the world is in a way is so the world of our senses you know isn't it it's just oh and we have this opportunity here in a simplified environment just to oh kind of step out of that for a while and the dejection you know the hankering and the dejection oh you know this oh no, I shouldn't be like that and I can't you know it won't and they they are never and all the things that we get dejected about you know and here's the time to kind of what would it be to and we'll be exploring you know how does the meditation help us with that what is it I was reflecting earlier and I was thinking this word rest this word rest was coming to mind what is it to rest in just being here right now I mean, this is so much really the whole of the exploration of, of the retreat. This is obviously not all of what's needed on, on, a, on a path of practice, but you know, that sense that I'm going to talk and you know, there'll be teachings, and you know, <laughs> maybe a lot of some of us know a lot of that stuff, maybe some of us not so much, but something about that simplicity. No, sitting here, no, seeing, hearing, feeling the body, just being present with, with the heart, with feelings, no, just, oh. hearing the birds, wishing I'd speak louder, <laughs> wherever it might be, <laughs> I'm sorry, Letta. keep waving at me, um, imperfection and my eyesight is you know in that period where I'm not quite sure if I can see or not so I'll put my glasses on and off you know that that being with failing eyesight that sense of is it possible to not be you know think, oh, I wish it, you know I was always good and uh, <laughs> it's like it's just how it is this you know the aging body and is it possible to be with these these things? And so much of the Buddha's teaching, you know, it's, it's about our, and I'll talk more about this um, as we go through the days, of this finding out what, what is it to be present with our life, in our life, with ourselves, with others, at work, on retreat, <laughs> in a way which is more and more that that capacity to meet things as they are and to find out more and more what you know this inquiry well, what is happening what is what is the experience that what is this present experiencing that's going on and that and that and the kind of the way that resting it seems like resting into our experience resting and settling and opening opening to that wondering this this so this this attitude of kind of curiosity and wonder starts to grow because actually at least I think for many of us we really don't really know what's going on. 
of what our life actually is, or what our experience is, what is going on in, 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 our, in our body and our heart, what is happening. You know, because aren't we, in a, we're so caught up in, in ideas of what's going on, or this problem and that problem, and the busyness of our life. It's almost like we don't really, we don't really know what is here and now in that more direct way. So this, on a retreat, we have this wonderful opportunity that the mind probably, if you're like most of us, will have all sorts of reasons why you shouldn't be doing at various points because, you you know, there's something else you could be doing or it's too difficult or, you know, what happens when we sit still and pay attention and those of you who are new to this, you know, will discover those of us who are not so new to it will kind of know this. Um, various times, you know, you sit down. You say, this sounds quite simple, quite straightforward. You know, sit down, pay attention to what's happening. And of course, you know, we all know. We, you know, we know about the monkey mind, and we know, um, we know that. And in in the retreat, we have the opportunity to um, get to know, get to know ourselves. You could say. But in a particular way. And the Buddha and all of the teachings and the practices that we'll be exploring are really all, all for one purpose, which is the ending of suffering. So that we look, we look into it with that in a way that's, that we're looking into our experience to see how. Um, you know, struggle, resistance, um, how, how that sort of, you could say, unnecessary suffering gets added. And we're, and we're all doing this. There's no, there's no real judgment in that. It's like something, it's just something we do as human beings. But the path here is suggesting that there is a way, there is a way of stopping doing that. So one of the things I just, I wanted to sort of, uh, also mentioned tonight was when I was thinking about work and work retreat. So this has been a theme in my mind, and so we'll be doing work. And in our life, obviously, we have different kinds of work. But that this this work um, that the Buddha was was teaching is this this work of liberation, this work of healing, and of uh, freeing ourselves from unnecessary suffering and of, in a way, uncovering and sort of freeing ourselves up so that we can enjoy life more, so that the qualities of you know, joy and kindness and so on can actually can, and have room, can breathe, can grow. So, so this is, the, in a way, the work, the work of meditation and the work of, of practice. But, as I was saying earlier, isn't it, it, it's so much of that work is actually about stilling, about finding stillness and finding out actually what to stop doing. <laughs> There's a simplification inwardly, you know, of finding out the, 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 the ways that we can let go. And so, through the meditation practice, we'll be, in a way, strengthening our capacity to, um, 
Yeah, to be to be free of those things that drive us and pull us and catch us. And of course, on a retreat, any retreat, but maybe especially on a work retreat, we're bound to see, you know, some of our patterns showing up. The work, I think, is a great mirror, isn't it? What are you, what are yours? You know, pushing or kind of wanting it to go faster or thinking I'm doing it wrong, you know, or oh, someone's gonna come and you know, tell me, sort of criticise me for it, or I've got to do it better, the best, you know, I've got to do this brilliantly or perfectly. Or, you know, I mean, I'm kind of making fun of it in a way, but there can be a lot of suffering in that, can't there? And I think a work retreat is such a wonderful opportunity for, Kimball, you know, we're bringing mindfulness to that, bringing kindness to that. And in that, you know, there's a possibility of the, of, a, of sort of unhooking, a kind of process of just, I mean, it just more becomes like a something that we can see and not be so hooked in with. Um, so, I wanted to just talk, um, I don't want to talk too long, but here we go, a bit more. The retreat form, and I know men, many of you are familiar with this, but others perhaps not, not so much. That we, there's a particular form of a retreat that I, I think of it as a container or a vessel for our practice, um, and that we, we we create that together. So while you're here, you're part of a practicing community. There's you know, on on a lot of different levels. I think this is this is sangha. This is this is part of the path where we acknowledge the fact that we're doing this together there's the alone bit and the together bit and then we, we, we maybe explore in a retreat how those interact don't we because we're sort of alone in a way there's you know going to be 19, 20 different retreats going on in a way also we're together and exploring how we can create a container. And of course Guy House you know the grounds and the house and it's all set up to create a space, an environment, an atmosphere that's conducive to deepening, to, you know, in a way relaxing, breathing out, really listening. It's, it's all set up to support us to do that. But also, you know, we, we, we're part of creating that and offering that to each other, to the people in this group, and also to the parallel retreat that's um, going to be sitting in the garden wing, and also to the personal work retreatants in the hermitage wing, and to the coordinators, and the staff, and there are many, many people here, and obviously there are a much wider community that we are both supported by, and also supporting by being here. You know, by by our practice, by our intentions, by what we're trying to cultivate here. What what an offering that is. So, you know, on the level of the work, but also on the level of our own heart and, and what what we what we are then bringing forth. You know, for our own benefit and for the benefit of others. That this is a communal exercise in a way. So while, um, you know, we 
can feel in a way comfortable to be in our own space because we are trying to sort of, yeah, see more of our own minds. But we're also, maybe you have that sense of a kind of friendly, a friendliness, a kind of gentle, quiet friendliness that doesn't need interaction, you know, it doesn't need lots of tail wagging. I don't know if that makes sense to you, but it's like kind of, you know, it, it, it's, it's just okay. There can be a gentle sense of almost just that friendliness towards oneself, towards the other. So it's creating an environment where, you know, no, nobody's got to prove that I like you or, you know, and if somebody doesn't smile, it's not, you know, it's okay. And it, it's, it's to be easy around each other or to, to, to just to sort of have that intention and really helpful. So we ask you while you're here, all of us, to practice with these ethical guidelines, these five ethical precepts. And um, these are the commitment to non-harming, to not harm any living being, and instead to practice caring for life. And there's, I mean, that's the thing about the Buddhist the teachings, isn't it? Because there, in a way, is the whole practice right there. It's right there. But that's so much the nature of the teachings that you... You take one piece and it's, it's like you pull on it and it, it connects with everything. So just that much, you know, and, I, and as I talk through this talk and the things I offer, just to pick up what feels helpful and let the rest of it just wash through, you know, just let it go in one ear and out the other. That really whatever supports you to be present, to connect with what's happening, everything else, just you can just let it go. If it's helpful, it'll stay in there somewhere. <laughs> so these ethical guidelines, you know, and, and, and another thing about this creating this container that, I, that we're describing with the retreat, this is also so much for our life. Like, I think this is one of the trainings that we do when we're on a retreat, that we can take this with us, this training in the precepts, this training in... In, in exploring what does that mean you know, to actually relate to ourselves with, with kindness you know, with, with a sense of acceptance or I mean that's such a, a, an issue think, for, you know, for a lot of people there's sort of inner harshness and inner judgment and how much of practice is about yeah sort of finding out how to get free of that to, to really, you know, it's really a challenge. So these ethical guidelines, I really want you to get the sense of how they are. They're so supportive of our practice. They're so supportive of our happiness and of how much we can support other people's happiness as well, both here on retreat and in the world. Um, that they're not just, don't do this, you know. They're actually a kind of inspiration. And, and such a helpful backdrop. You know when we get really confused and you're all over the place and you don't know what you're doing, you want this and you don't want that. But if you've got your precepts, you know, it's at least damage limitation, you know, non-harming. You know, and sometimes like, you know, I really can sort of feel myself kind of clinging to that. You know, sometimes we talk about skillful clinging. So much of this practice is about letting go, right? But along the way, maybe some skillful things to, to keep hold of. And maybe the, the precepts, and in a sense where we've absorbed them, where we've really, you know, not as a sense of that thing on the wall, you know, thou shalt or thou shalt not, but in a sense of something that we really 
understand in our heart, you know, that that is such a refuge, such a refuge. Sorry, I'm going all through five, all five of them briefly. So non-harming, um, speaking wisely, timely, kind, useful. Uh, yeah, what a huge practice. And on retreat, obviously, we're mostly in noble silence, but... Even here, there'll be some interactions with the coordinators. So, yeah, that's also time for us to take care with our speech. No, just even notice, notice that we're speaking. Um, so we have the ethical precept of not stealing, of taking care of our, other people's possessions and not taking anything that's not freely offered. Uh, and we have the... A precept of uh, not taking intoxicants, of really uh, caring for the body in a way and the mind so that it supports our best intentions in a way and our presence and our health. And um, I'm blanking on the other one. The sexuality one. So our sexual energy and our how on retreat we can, um, for this time, um, have a sense of sort of, again, sort of stepping aside from that in terms of any active involvement so we can just sort of let it kind of calm down and we don't have to engage in that. We can let ourselves and others be and let, again, let the relationship with ourselves and others just be more simple. Don't need to get involved in that not judging that and in our life obviously it's really about the again very challenging practice sometimes of bringing as much uh, care and uh, awareness to that as we can so the precepts the container two other elements silence and simplicity and if you are relatively new to retreat um the silence may be something that, well, I know for some people they come and they just go, oh, you know, it's like, oh, <laughs> uh, you know. And for some other people it's, oh, I thought we were going to be talking, I mean, we're not talking at all. <laughs> or it just, you think it's going to be okay and you come in and it's like, hmm, it really is quiet here. Hmm. Or, you know, the silence can feel very loud. Or the mind feels really loud, you know, because it's quieter outside. And then it's like, you know, it's oh like, who turned up the volume, you know, and the thoughts. So anyway, just to really encourage you if you are new to that or if it, you know, just to, uh, like getting to know somebody that you're not quite sure about, you know, and like, but you think, yeah, I want to give this a chance. I think there could be a good friendship here. But you know that sense of getting to know the silence. And that silence can become such a good friend. Such a very, very good friend. And the simplicity. So, the, again, the precious opportunity to... 
let go of a lot of the bits and pieces and the busyness of the world. And obviously the mind takes a little while to catch up with that. So maybe by day two or three, it's like it's... <laughs> or maybe if you're lucky by tomorrow morning. Well, you know, it, but to help that, really helpful. And would suggest, uh, again, for you, as much as you, you... To really let go of reading and writing. To let, to let go of that. To, to help the thinking aspect of the mind to calm down. So again, we can really... Uh, open up to a larger um, sense of our experience that includes all the other aspects of the mind and our experience of seeing and tasting and touching and smelling and you know that we so often are actually you know downplaying because the mind the thinking part of the mind just takes up so much room so to please refrain from using mobile phone, bury it firmly in a suitcase is a suggestion. If you uh, feel that you may be tempted, um, you could give it to me and I'll put it in the bottom of my suitcase and I'll give it back to you on Sunday morning at breakfast. So if anybody wants to do that, um, it's a serious offer. be happy to take, pay, take it from you. Um, let's see some other just yeah slowing slowing down really outside of the work where we would ask you to work at a more normal pace but really encourage you to right from the beginning kind of just just slow slow down but again if there's a lot of energy you know use your wisdom with that because whizzing around the garden a couple of times might help in that settling down process. So again, it's sort of being sensitive, being creative. Like there's sort of there's space and room here. You don't have to tiptoe around sort of worrying that you're going to do it wrong, you know. There's a lot of space and I hope over the days we'll, you know, experience some of that, that experimentation, that, that playfulness that, that can be in practice. So, creating the container the ethical sensitivity, the uh, silence and simplicity. And that that is also something very much for, our, in a way, an inner culture. You know, the sort of like the community that you are. You know, we're all little walking communities, aren't we, of body, heart, mind, you know, the whole caboodle, and everybody who's in there, <laughs> So what would it be, you know, for this time, as well as that offering to each other and the appreciation of that in the commune, communal, more outer sense, like for ourselves, to bring, to bring that practicing, training in caring, in finding, in fostering an inner silence, in fostering a, a kind of inner uh, simplicity. What would that be? That be a wonderful container for for our life, for our for our exploration. Um, numerous other things I'm sure could be said. <laughs> um, yes, I will, I will talk a lot more tomorrow about. Um, the meditation practice and 
you know, the kind of some of the how hows of, of that. Um, but um, I think that's, that's maybe enough for now. Does anybody have any questions about any any of that or anything else about being here that, that you'd like to ask right now? Thank you. That is on here. I just yes, yes. Thank you very much. Um, yes, thank you. I'm very much here, available to to support you um, in your retreat and through teachings and, and offering instructions. But also, I'll meet with each of you. I'll schedule one to one with with everybody. So there's time. So during your work period, and I'll put a note on the board. And every day it will be different so during the retreat I'll see everybody um, so if you just keep an eye on the board and it will say it will probably be in the lounge which is the room next to the library around there um, but also if um, at any point in the retreat you wanted to, to, to meet or you know get some extra input or support then please feel free anytime to write me a note or just come up and, and speak to me that you're very very welcome to do that Thank you. Um, yes. I hope the the schedule is fairly um, kind of self-explanatory. And, and I will, as we go along, you know, we'll offer some suggestions. And, and again, there'll be opportunity to ask questions. During this retreat, there's not so much time for sitting and instructions so really I'm really in a way banking on you asking questions and when you when you need or want to in order to clarify practice and really connect it up really connect it for yourself so that it's really relevant to, to you and your experience yeah I think you said um, you do the work at the normal pace did you say that? I yeah. did and I always imagine that <coughs> On a work retreat, the whole idea of the work was to, for work to be a meditation, which mm-hmm. might mean doing it more slowly. Yeah, slowly. yeah, uh-huh. So, so there's some balance there, because yes, probably you will be doing it more slowly than, say, you might do it at home or at work. And that there's a kind of a sensitivity with, yeah, doing it so that you can be mindful, that you're not rushing certainly there's no pressure there's no sort of you've got to get that much done or you know we'll all be very sad or something but it's it's more there's a sense of um um there's there's work a certain amount of work it'd be really good to get done for the house to offer that so that we don't slow down sort of too much but yeah you're right actually probably you will you'll go slower than you normally would, but at the same time not going totally snail space. So it's somewhere maybe halfway between, you know, kind of ordinary work pace and um, hardly moving. But yeah, that there is there is some middle ground there that I hope, and it would probably be different for each person as well. So according to your own energy and your own um, sense of that. Does that sort of... Does that kind of answer that? 
Yes, yes, I think so. And yeah, so and do feel free to check in again about that if it's not sort of finding its sort of finding its level, <coughs> which I guess it probably will do sort of naturally for you. But yeah. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, you. I think you've all been allocated. Have you all signed? You've all signed up in a particular thing. So I think the idea is that you will stay with that, um, unless there's a real problem with it. You know, unless for whatever reason it's very difficult for you to do. In which case, you should definitely speak to the coordinator, and we can see about moving you. Um, but excuse me. I think the idea is that you will stay with that. Uh, that area of, of time. There may be some different tasks within one sort of area, but yeah, I think so. We've tried it in different ways in the past, you know, with people doing a different thing every day and that seemed to be more disruptive, so this is sort of what's been found to be most supportive of, of people's practice. Yeah, thank you. Anything else? <coughs> 